Hey, Sam. Hey. How's it going? How are you doing today? I'm good. How about you? Doing well. Thank you for asking. Really appreciate you taking the time to come on to our show today, and I'm looking forward to getting to learn a little more about you. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, would you mind introducing yourself to our audience tonight, perhaps giving us a little background on yourself? Yeah, my name is Sam Salerno. Uh, I'm a make films uh, from L.A., mostly horror films. I write and I direct and produce and do mostly everything, I guess. Very cool. Excellent. Yes, I noticed you were a horror fan. I'm a horror fan myself, so I take a great interest in that. I think it's uh, very cool. Um, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, I uh, noticed you have a particular fascination with horror films, which I respectfully admire as well. Um, what sort of filmmakers or movies would you say inspired you in becoming a filmmaker yourself? Uh, yeah, just as a kid, definitely getting into all the all the big horror movies and the ones everyone's seen. Um, and also just Alfred Hitchcock was definitely a big early influence, but I feel like later, like, David Lynch was definitely the guy that I modeled my films after the most. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. So, um, so you were making films from a young age. Is that true? Is that correct to assume? Yeah. Uh, I made a few little short films as a kid. Then in uh, my high school had a video class, so I did that for all four years, and that's where I got really into it. That's fantastic. I, I love hearing like, high schools offering that as uh, programs for kids because I think it's very, I think film's very important, and I think some schools don't uh, put that much attention on it. But I think it's a fantastic creative outlet for uh, for kids, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I myself grew up making uh, short films with my friends and. Uh, you know, whether it be on like a little handy cam with those, you know, those little VHS tapes or whatnot, uh, we, we just, we did whatever it took. Um, we, we just spent hours and hours making these things. And it's just, it's funny today. People know me for that. And here I am today just trying to do the same thing, you know, just with a little more uh, production value behind it. <laughs> right. For sure. Yeah. That passion that never, never leaves us. Um, all right. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, here, here's a random question. Uh, I'll let you decide if you want to give reasons why. But uh, off the top of your head, could you tell me like one, two, or maybe three movies that mean something to you? And they could be any genre. It doesn't have to be horror. Uh, yeah, I definitely think one, uh, one of the big ones is Eraserhead. Okay. Um, another one would be the, the 70s uh, Wicker Man. Uh, still haven't gotten around to that. Oh, it's great. I mean, I love the, I love the Nick Cage version, but for very different reasons. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then the third one, honestly, yeah, totally different genre, but I really love The Graduate. Oh, okay, is that with uh, Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. Okay, wow, that, that's those are three very unique films. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, you you uh, don't forget the first time you see Eraserhead. That's um, <laughs> to say the yeah, least. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> very impactful movie. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of the same. You know, someone would ask me, what are three of your favorite movies? Probably one of them is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And this is coming from a guy who's pretty much obsessed with the horror genre. So it's funny how we can draw inspiration. It really is. Thank you. I'm glad somebody finally said it. You know, that scene on the boat, you know, I feel like nobody talks about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you show that scene to an audience nowadays and the kids are going to be looking at you like, what the hell is going on here? Oh, very cool, though. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, when it comes to your own films, I was checking out the Indiegogo campaign for your latest feature, uh, Erotomaniac, being advertised as, like, a psychological horror film, and that aspect really, really excites me. Uh, would you be able to tell us a little more about Erotomaniac? Yeah, I realize the title sounds like a porn, <laughs> um, 
So that's why I had to make it very clear that it's a psychological horror film. Well, the, the, the actual term, like erotomania or erotomaniacs, like a um, psychological term about uh, people who uh, think that someone is like in love with them. Oh. That's usually someone they've never met that they've seen like in the media or something. And they become obsessed with this person and feeling like that person is um, sending them sort of secret signals. Wow. Um, so it's a fictional story, but it is uh, loosely inspired by this like female fan that has seen a couple of my films and acted like very weird online. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta let this like inspire a, a film, you know? So. Wow. Most definitely. It's, it's funny how uh, some of the real life events play into our uh, inspirations and our storytelling. Yeah. Wow. That's fascinating. And, um, you know, not to assume it was just porn by the name Erotomaniac, um, excuse me. Um, but once you elaborated on what it meant, actually, it makes a lot more sense now. And now I can I can see why you're being like, it's a psychological horror film. You know, you come at it first with that and kind of yeah. takes any other connotations away from it that people could, you know, relate it to porn or something. Like, not not to say... Yeah. It, <laughs> I was thinking of Necromantic when I read the title, but uh, which I still haven't seen. Exactly, my, yeah. my buddy's trying to get me to watch that uh, first and second film. Uh, not there yet, but hopefully someday. as well. Oh, okay. All right. Look at that. I, I'm I'm sure they're good movies in their own right. I just uh, I, I haven't been able to bring myself to that level yet. But uh, you know, maybe someday. Maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Very cool. Um. So how how long overall would you say you've been you know making, writing, creating movies? I know that's kind of a pretty wide open question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I really start, I guess. Was it high, uh, when I started high school? So that was like I don't even know, like twelve years ago. And then uh, I mean, when I really made my first like professional film, I shot it in twenty sixteen and released it in twenty seventeen. So I guess like four years now. Very nice. And uh, what what was the name of that film, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, the Dark Side of the Womb. Dark Side of the Womb. Very cool. Very unique name. I'm loving it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's a typo negative song I just lifted the title. Oh, well, look at that. Like I said, inspiration comes from all over, huh? <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, it's a little off topic. I think I saw your <laughs> your post on Facebook about the the socks for babies. <laughs> was it feet? Yeah, that, that like blew up. I was like, I also didn't think, I didn't even think it was that funny. It was like <laughs> so many people. Oh, dude, it was great. I, I'm just like scrolling through on my break at work and I'm like, oh my God, this is great. I'm like, I don't even know you personally, but I feel like with that, that kind of sense of humor, you're like, you really hit the nail on the head with that one, man. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> well, thank you. Of course, of course. Yeah, no, it's my pleasure. I like to call it as I see it. Um, yeah, so is there a Facebook page for Erotomaniac, or is it is it the uh, Indiegogo campaign right now where people can come and find that and learn a little more about the film? Yeah, I did make a, um, a Facebook page. Uh, it's just called like, Erotomaniac, a psychological or film, uh, but yeah, mostly just like the Facebook page is just me trying to direct people to the Indiegogo page. I, I did notice some of the posts, um, quite quite comical as well, I must say. <laughs> um, I, I like your approach to it. It's just, I, I have so many people who say they want to support me and what I do and, you know, trying to make a film right now and have an Indiegogo campaign for it. It's like, well, here it is. Here's the way to help, you know. Not, not to rub it in their faces, but it's like, if you'd like to help, this is the absolutely 100% the way you can help out right now. And um, it just, it, sure. it feels like sometimes like you're pushing and you're pushing to get something made. And then 
nothing's popping up on the Indiegogo and it's like, where are all these people now? <laughs> like, you know, exactly. That's st- like when I, I kept trying different approaches to like advertise it. So I ended up, you probably saw that, uh, I just, the, the one that worked and got a lot of people to react was when, when I made a meme with the like, uh, Japanese fetish art. Mm-hmm. So I just started like memeing all that guy's art and like people were reacting to the posts, but like still not that many of them were like actually probably even clicking the Indiegogo page or actually like contributing, but was at least getting people to react and notice it. Hey, well, you know, that, that's the first step, you know, <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're getting any sort of engagement at all is, is positive. It's like, now if only we can shift that engagement towards the campaign, all the better. Exactly. And I realize I'm not doing myself a favor by trying to tell everyone it's not a porn and then using this like fetish art to <laughs> advertise it. Hey, you know, I mean, whatever works, but I, I see, I can see what you're saying though. No. Yeah, I know you don't want to, you don't want to paint yourself into a corner there, but no, I think, um, I think from, from what I've been seeing, the way that you've been going about it, I think is, um, kind of funny, but also at the same time, possibly helpful for your campaign. Like it's, it's funny. We're at the point now where we pretty much got to make something into a meme to get someone's attention, just to get them to stop for a minute and be like, Hey, check this out. <laughs> Exactly. Like that, that Netflix movie Bird Box, like the memes blew up. Oh my I mean, it's already going to be seen because like Netflix was you know, just releasing it. But it's like, so like, I don't think that happened by accident. I felt like it was definitely like a targeted like campaign to just like let the memes blow up on there. No, ab- absolutely. Man. No, I totally, I totally agree with you on that. That's, that would be too much of a happy accident if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely seemed intentional, but I mean, Hey, I mean, I'd keep doing that if I were you. Whatever's going to get that engage, keep that engagement up because it's, you know, you get people engaged, you get them focused, but then once people start falling off the, you know, falling off the rails, it's hard to get them back on. And, you know, raising funds for a film is not easy and it's something you're incredibly passionate about. So it's like a, (laughs) you'll do what, you know, we'll pretty much, we'll do whatever it takes to to get these movies made, you know, to to have our visions seen by everyone else. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'd be happy to, um, I got my Facebook and my Instagram. I'd be happy to share the link for the Indiegogo campaign there and, you know, try and get the word, get the word out for you, spread it far and wide. Cause I think this is definitely something I know a few people would like to um, invest in hopefully. So I'd like to get it in front of more eyes for you. And we're really pulling for you here and we hope you get the opportunity to bring your vision to life. Oh yeah. That would be great. Thank you for that. That's absolutely that's my pleasure. Not a problem. Um, I got one last question for you, man. Um, are there any last words you'd like to leave our listeners with today? I don't know. Can't really think of anything right now at the moment. Totally understandable. No, I, I hear you, man. Um, and I know I can't. I can't even think of anything myself. I'm like, what could I tell them? I'll just I, I'll do my typical uh, never give up, right? <laughs> never give up. Yeah, that's always a good, a good one. Yeah, I mean, and and these things, you know, whether it be raising funds or you know, writer's block or casting, you know, there's always going to be some sort of bump in the road, but it's, it's how we handle the obstacles, you know? And I think if you're determined to make this movie, I think that no amount of obstacles will stop you from making it, man. So I, we're really pulling for you. Um, we're going to do our best to get this in front of more people. And we really hope one day that we can watch a Rodomaniac together. That'd be awesome. On behalf of Beam Me Up, please visit AntonYelchinFoundation.org. Thank you.